Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Thank you for riding along today. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Most everything you need to know or do about baby boomers is there at the website. It's a beautiful day here in Northeast Kansas. Memorial Day is behind us and less than a month the long hot summer will begin. It's not like that back my little hometown back there in north central Colorado Rocky Mountains 8,000 feet above sea level. It's not like that at all in the summertime. The days are bright and dry and usually in the mid to upper 70s. Speaking of the 70s, you know I had a birthday a while back. And I just want to say that Kim, you know the girl that married me, she's paid me a couple compliments lately. Now I'm not sure saying that that's unusual to get a couple compliments out of her is the right thing to say. But sometimes I feel like I have to earn a compliment even though she's very loving and very caring and all that stuff. Well, I was taken by surprise. About a year ago, I lost 46 pounds. And if you looked at me a year ago before I lost that weight, I'm not fat or I wasn't fat, but looking back, pictures of me, I, I gained weight in two places, in my fat little face and in my fat little belly. It had gotten so bad that people would walk up to me, total strangers, and kind of rub my belly. You know how they do a pregnant woman? Total strangers walk up to some poor gal trying to buy her groceries or something. They start rubbing on her belly. I could never figure that out, but, you know, I let them rub my belly. I wasn't expecting anything. Ha <laughs> yuck, yuck. Okay, well, so now I've lost 46 pounds a year ago or so. Well, about 16 of it has creeped back up, and I weigh right under 200 pounds. That was my goal when I started, which is 30 pounds. I've still kept 30 pounds off, and I've worked real hard at that, and that's where I wanted to be, and so that's where I'm staying. And my wife the other day, a good old Kim, remember her? Well, she said two things to me. She said she wished I weighed 183 again or 184, whatever, because she liked having a trophy husband. Okay, you can stop laughing. I, I'm just, I'm just a reporter. I'm Jimmy Olson, Cub Reporter. That's what she said. I don't know, but then she turned around and she told me that I was cute, you know, and then she, uh, kind of put a disclaimer in there. She said, uh, well, not George Clooney cute, more like Mr. Potato Head cute. <laughs> okay, well. The song of the week this week is My Girl, written by Smokey Robinson and Ronald White. It was recorded and released in 1964, right around the Christmas season by the Temptations. The opening bass notes are recognized around the world. Da, 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 something like that, you know? I can't do it justice. It's a great opening to a wonderful song. It climbed to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 list. 
This great song gave Barry Gordy and Motown its first overall number one Billboard hit. My Girl was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1998. It is ranked number 88 on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. Now, I'm going to talk about some of the great rockers back in my day, and I'm not going to mention any Motown music, so no Temptations, no Supremes, none of that stuff, because I never really felt like they were rock and roll. I think their music is put under that genre, but Motown superseded rock and roll in a lot of ways. So let me talk about some rockers here. We'll start with the Beatles. Hey Jude. How about the Rolling Stones? I mean, right in their name, the Rolling Stones. Rock and rolling. Elvis? Elvis and probably Chuck Berry ushered in rock and roll. Jimi Hendrix? The Birds? You know, you could be eight miles high. The Who? Breaking their guitars at their concerts and everything. Sure plays a mean pinball. The Kinks? The Doors? I talked one time about going to a Doors concert on one of these podcasts. Led Zeppelin, Janis Joplin. She may be the only woman I have on this list. Nothing against women rockers. I like them. I just wrote this list down. I found a list on Google and kind of cherry-picked the ones I thought would go with this podcast today. The Animals, The Velvet Underground, they alone may be responsible for my challenges in hearing these days. The Velvet Underground. The Dave Clark Five. Bits and Pieces. The Mothers of Invention. Wasn't that Frank Zappa? Paul Revere and the Raiders. Singing about kicks. Keep getting harder to find. Van Morrison. Chuck Berry. I mentioned him a little while ago. Chuck. Steppenwolf. Iron Butterfly. In Agata de Vida. And the zombies. Just to name a few. Our unusual fact this week. Mountains are basically rocks. The most solid substance on earth is rock. Even mountains change slowly. And they're made out of rocks. Mountains are made out of rocks. But they change. Now I know if you get a rock. And you bring it in. And you put it on your bookshelf. And say that rock weighs four pounds. It's, uh, it's a handful. Something you can carry with one hand, but it's big and it's solid. And you think it never changes. But the Himalayas, which are rocks, they grow about 2.4 inches per year. So they're getting taller. While the Appalachian Mountains, a mountain range that is very, very old, they are slowly getting shorter due to erosion and weathering. Some of the great rocks back in my little home county up there in Rocky Mountains of Colorado. There's one set of rocks called the Rabbit Ears. And there's a mountain pass you have to go over. And there was one point when the road, I think, ran closer to these rocks that you could actually see the Rabbit Ears. I'm not familiar enough now to know if you can still see those as you go over that mountain pass. The Devil's Thumb, I spoke about that before on these podcasts, probably several times. 
a big rock sticking right out of the mountains. A huge gigantic boulder rolled down a mountain pass and wiped out a sightseeing bus, which my cousin happened to be driving. And I did make a podcast about this called Heroes. And it killed several people on that bus. Rocks can be very big. Some reports said that that rock was half as big as the bus. Now, I don't know. There were several reports, but it was at least as big as a car, okay? Rocks could get very, very huge. One time I was in a car when I was a little boy and going through this canyon and a rock fell from the rock wall up above and hit that car. Wiped us out for sure, but we didn't crash, but we stopped and had to get help. My mom and my Aunt Margaret was transporting a bunch of us kids. I can remember that. That same canyon knocked a bread truck off into the river. And old Frankie liked to got killed on it, but he did lose his thumb, but he survived. Rocks in that country, especially this time of year, because the ground is not totally dry from the wet winter melt. Because when you're getting hundreds of inches of snow and then the spring and summer comes and that snow slowly melts, the earth becomes kind of unstable underneath that. And rocks that have been there maybe for hundreds and thousands of years can become dislodged and roll down the hill. Make no mistake about it. The highway department all summer long goes around with snow plows and knocks the rocks off the road. The Indian Peaks, which I spoke about in a podcast called Honest Abe, if you look at the Indian Peaks at the right angle, it looks like Abe's feet sticking up there. They're very jagged. It's a wilderness area up there and beautiful rock formations, just absolutely beautiful against the skyline. There are rocks all over Colorado, but there's rocks all over everywhere. This is one big rock. What did that TV show, they called it Third Rock from the Sun? Basically, they were correct. The Earth's whole crust is rock. There are no rocks on my property, on my little 25 acres out here in Kansas. The only rocks that exist here are rocks that I have hauled in. When we first bought the property and I was younger and stronger, We'd be driving by somewhere and my wife would see some rock. Throw that in the back of the truck. Let's take that home. Some of those rocks weighed 100 pounds. Everything I could do to lift it and put it in the truck. Well, she doesn't even ask me to do that anymore because, well, she probably knew I wouldn't. Couldn't. Shouldn't even try. I do like rocks. When I was a kid growing up in those mountains... Different graduating classes from the local high school spray paint their graduation year on some rock wall along a major road somewhere, usually. Wayne and I tried that once before. Wayne and I and Dan. Let's don't forget Dan. Dan sprinkled throughout my podcast, as is Wayne. You may recognize him as Forky on Forky and Earl. We climbed up a hill way above the road there and wrote 6-8. Got back down and you couldn't see it driving down the road. You could see the road from where we were painting it. It was the craziest thing, but, you know, uh, you could see it if you strained your neck and looked straight up. It was 120 feet above the road, something like that. We're lucky we didn't bust our necks. 
some of the famous rocks besides the rock and Rocky Balboa, Rocky Marciano, Stonewall Jackson. We had a quarterback when I was in high school. He became all-state quarterback. We called him Stoney, but I think Stone was his last name. There's a town in Colorado that glamorizes rocks. It's called Boulder. You know, a boulder's a very large rock. A boulder is something like what old Sisyphus keeps pushing uphill for eternity. But he really has no choice because if he stopped pushing, that rock would start rolling right back down the hill and run right over him. I guess that's what they mean by being between a rock and a hard place. Poor old Sisyphus. We have Rocky Raccoon. Of course, rock and roll music, we covered that. We have Rocky and Bullwinkle. I'll think of a million rock things when I finish this, and I didn't have any notes on the rocks because I thought I had enough material to cover it, and now I'm trying to get through so we can get 15 minutes here. And even though my online clock as I record says 18 minutes and 43 seconds, by the time I get done, for 15 minutes I have to record about 20 minutes. I know by the time I fix all my blunders, or not all of them, I leave a lot in on purpose. I don't blunder on purpose, I just don't take them all out. And all my seconds and seconds of dead airspace, as I'm trying to think what to say or how to say it, or why am I saying that? I could say that my wife is my rock, Jesus is my rock and my salvation. There's Plymouth Rock, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, good old Rocky Top, we have Pebbles and Bam Bam, the streets in my little hometown were all named after rocks, Garnet, Agate, Jasper, Diamond, Topaz. Diamonds are our girl's best friend, but my favorite saying in the world is probably one of those things old Bullwinkle said, hey Rocky, Want to watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat? Thank you for putting up with our Rocky show. Isn't there a Rocky picture horror show? I think so. I know. This podcast rocks. And I appreciate you listening. Begin each day with a grateful heart and be kind. I'll be back next Wednesday. Hopefully I won't have a pebble in my shoe. Peace out.